When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains. Welcome to a post-match podcast. Stevenage versus Aston Villa, the game which I'm going to term as insult and injury. A couple of players injured in this game that we didn't need. And pretty much um, we were... The, the play in the last 10 minutes was essentially an insult to uh, the home fans that were there. Um, like Leander and Donker has, uh, how we put it, uh, the level of arrogance that you need to be able to do that, to do, to try and beat a player twice when you're Leander and Donker on the, edge of your, on the edge of your box. Is arrogance the right word? Is it, is it carelessness? Maybe it might be, it's certainly carelessness. But what makes him think that he can beat a player on the end of his edge of his box when he's not that type of player? Um, he grabs a shirt. Pleads that it was outside the box. He clearly grabs it straight while the player is in the box as well. It continues in, has a hack at him, gets sent off. And uh, it's just facts. It's just what happened. Um, yeah, I'm torn between words. Look, I don't want to come in here spitting fire. I've done it before and I've felt bad about it previously. I've come in here and I've said stuff uh, that... Um, I would want to take back. And I don't want to do that here because look, at the end of the day, it's, a, it's an FA Cup game. We lose them anyway. Um, we should have won this game. There's absolutely no excuse. There is no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse for that. Um, men mentally, this team are just infuriating. Infuriating. From a skill level point of view, I would have been coming on if we had won 1-0 and I would have been... I would have been uh, I, I had a couple, like, there just wasn't a lot of skill on show today. Um, there's a couple of players in the team I'm not sure can play in the Premier can, can play in English football. Uh, look, <clears throat> they're Premier League quality players. This this may sound like an oxymoron. They're Premier League quality players, but English football won't get the best out of them, if that makes sense. But the mentality on show today for the last 10 minutes was just, was through the floor. Like, leadership... Just wasn't there, uh, and it all stems from that from that one nervous moment that Leander Dalanker puts in, gets sent off down to ten men, playing a high line. The second goal. Don't even talk to me about the second goal. No, there was there was zero um, structure. There was no one marshalling that defence uh, for that corner. Ollie Watkins doesn't come out to it. That's fine. Yeah, and look as I say, that's that's fine. The man has a shot from the edge from the corner of the box. And beats Robin Olsen and he's near post. I don't know. 
really infuriating stuff. Um, let's get back to the starting. I know I see the comments are piling up there. I'm not ignoring ignoring the comments. I'm sure some people want me to maybe go in a small bit harder than I than I am, but um, it's uh, it's embarrassing. Um, no, do you know what? We should not. There's no Aston Villa fan should be embarrassed about being an Aston Villa fan or embarrassed about that result today. Not one of us. I was player led carelessness. And I, I think I am going to revert back to the, to the word of, of, of arrogance. I think there was an arrogance there in the last 10 minutes. It was a case of, when are we going to push on and get the second goal? Like, why does a player do that in the edge of his box? He gets the ball in ample time, ample space, and ample time. He's just played back to the goalkeeper, horsed it up the field. Why try and beat the player twice? I, I just, I, I can't get my head around that. And you can, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But I don't feel I'm going in too hard on him. But you can directly point the finger at, okay, there's our sitting number six is gone, red carded. For all his own making. And as I say, it certainly was careless. But like our play at times today was, uh, it was going through the motions. We got, we, you know, we got stuff done. We progressed the ball. We had like 70% possession at some stage or whatever. Um, it's super ineffectual down the wings. Like Philippe Coutinho is woo, whoosh. That's what I would say. Like F F Philippe Coutinho was was twenty yards off target a lot today, um, and 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 like th these are things I was going to say anyway. Even if we'd won one nil, Leon Bailey is one of these players. I think he's a Premier League quality player. Should I say? I think he's a quality player. I just don't know is the Premier League going to get the best out of him? Is is English football made for him? I thought it was, really thought it was as a winger, but like like today, he got no joy today. Confidence on the floor again, understand, you know, there's a lot being said about that, that's fine. Still think the production could have been a small bit better today. Um, Yeah, Douglas Louise was the be was, was the best player in the park throughout the whole, the whole game. Douglas Louise looked head and shoulders above everybody else. Uh, Morgan Sanson I thought was really good until he went off, took his goal really well, great to see him. Injuries are very big blight. You know, we both fullbacks injured. Matty Cash didn't look good. Those 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 uh, adductors are groin strains. They take a couple of weeks. And, and, and Augustinson had a nasty roll of the ankle. And I thought that was going to be two big, massive dark spots from this game. <sighs> Little did I know there was the last 10 minutes to come. And it is frustrating. And I know I'm being I'm going on a monologue here. I don't have anybody else here on the podcast with me. So I don't really know what to do. To discuss this, it's only six, six minutes and 14 seconds in. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to go on this one, but I probably will keep on going back over Old Road because I, I genuinely cannot find it. I cannot find it anywhere inside here as to why you would try and beat a player twice on the edge of your own area, give away a penalty and give away a red card, completely tumble the whole game when you don't need to and you're 1 0 up. And I can't figure out the word for it. Help me. Carelessness. Is it careless? It's, it's certainly carelessness. Is it arrogance? I don't know. I don't know what the story is. I don't know. I don't know what word. And I know I'm going to go into the comments. I haven't opened the comments on purpose. There's 150 comments. I'm so sorry. I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to get this out, get, get this right in my head because we're now going in eight years not winning in the third round of the FA Cup. Eight years. We, we, like eight years. There is no reason we should have lost this game today. None. Well, there is. There is now. The reason we lost this game is because someone had a big brain fart in the edge of our area. Went absolutely nuts. Players had brain farts in the edge of our area twice. Our goalkeeper had a, had a, had a brain fart as well. 
come off it. Letting the ball in there like that from a shot from that far out, I, I, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Um, I can't. Come on. It's your near post. I'd say, and I don't want to denigrate the person who took the shot, but like, no. Anyway, that's beside the point. Beside the point. I'm going to open up your comments because I'll just be going over all ground here otherwise. And I'm frustrated. And to be honest with you, I'm actually kind of, I have a bit of a apathy, if that's the word. Almost feel like, why should I care? Kind of kind of feeling, because uh, I didn't do anything wrong. 11 players in the field today didn't do anything didn't do anything wrong to concede those those goals. In the main, I know that there's there's obvious caveats for that and there's discussion points over who could have gone out for the second goal or whatever else. So sometimes I'm kind of just wondering, like, where is, is this anger for the sake of anger or should I be angry for the sake of being angry? And, and like, it's just, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to protect myself from feeling a small bit embarrassed. I don't know. This is, hey, this is a counseling session I'm having with myself almost. Um, <laughs> and I hope maybe some of you are asking yourselves these questions too. 200 comments in the comments box. Okay, right. I'm going to get to some of these. Obviously, I'm going to flick down through. I do apologize. I'm not going to be able to get to every single one of them. Um, uh, I see that there's some uh, generic Villa fan. Thank you so much for that. I see there's some, some super chats in there. I really appreciate it. Um, so Danny Harvey says, fuming massive investment is needed. Players not good enough. Um, players are good enough to beat Stevenage today. Yes, but but I know what you mean, Danny. And uh, um, I don't know if massive investment needed, but I think we need to rethink the type of player that we sign. And some of the links that we've had so far, I think have been interesting. Uh, and I wouldn't throw the baby out with bat water with some of the other other leagues. We need pros. We need people who are strong up here as well as strong downstairs with their feet. Um, when I mean strong up here, we need leaders. We, we've been crying out for leaders for a while. And look, that last 10 minutes doesn't happen if you've got a steadying force. If you have John Terry there, that, like uh, that type of uh, a, a person that people are almost afraid of, you know, maybe that doesn't happen. It just we, we, we didn't have a leader there today. Danny Ings was captain. He went off. Danny Ings touched the ball 16 times today. Hit eight passes. Difficult to get the ball to him. There was a bank of five and a bank, a bank of four and a bank of uh, a bank of five for most of the game. But still, you know, you should get more than 16 touches. The team should be able to manufacture more than 16 touches for him. Um, so yeah. Um yeah, we don't have Paddy, and I think for Paddy's blood pressure, I think that this one is probably best not to have him on tonight. Um, where else are we? Yeah, uh, but, but, but sorry, guys. I'm, 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 I'm the Villa fan says, feel like kicking something, something up the arse. Yeah, um, but then again, I only feel like kicking something up the arse. Like, I just cannot understand, understand what Leander the Donker is doing. I know he's going to feel like absolute crap inside there, but if he drops to the... No, I'm not even going to get into it. But, like, like there should be a couple of... should be a bit of side eye going his way in the dressing room this evening going, man, what are you doing? You know, it doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be anything. You just have to say, listen, we all absolutely pulled together out there. What were you doing on the edge of the box? I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't ask that to a teammate. Maybe you shouldn't hold a teammate accountable like that. Maybe you should be a bit more forceful. Maybe that's where John Kerry goes over, grabs him by the scuff of the neck, pins him against the wall and says, you ever do that again? And 
I don't know. I just thought I, I can't, and I'm probably bending, I'm probably over egging the pudding with the end of the donkey. I just can't understand why you try and beat the man twice in the edge of the area. Why are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Mm -mm -mm. Um, I'm just going to scroll into the into the comments a small bit. Uh, yeah, so Glenn Locker says there's uh, 17 shots, three on target, 71% possession, and we lost to a team three divisions lower. It's three on target, three shots on target there is the really kind of like capsizes my brain when I see that. Like some of the shots were ridiculous. I put out a tweet and I said, uh, and this is something I would have talked about if we'd won. So I'm not uh, not overreacting here, not being reactive. It was something I have done in my notes, 10 minutes out. Um, Coutinho was 20, was 20 yards off target. His radar was really off today, two or three shots. Um, Bailey had a shot that was deflected out. Uh, Douglas Luis, who went two shots, went over the bar. Just didn't have it today. Just didn't. Like, we got the goal. The goal was really well worked. And I think that it was a case of, okay, let's 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 see this one out. But then you have a man who tries to beat his player twice in the edge of the box. Look, once again, I'll fully take any criticism if I'm laboring that point And if I'm missing something else, whereby we've somebody, something else to question with regards to that passage of play, then I gladly, gladly take my medicine on that one. But I don't think I am over the pudding. I know I keep on saying it because sometimes I have a I have a habit of of getting it wrong. Um, um, yeah, I think that I I think there's there's, there's Duncan Kilburn says an unprofessional performance. I certainly think the last ten minutes were unprofessional. Like like that's actually a better word than arrogant. Actually, I I thirteen minutes in, I think I might detract my um. I think I might retract the word arrogant. I think it was more unprofessional. Um, it was careless. It was lapse of judgment. Absolutely, we can call it that. But I think I call it unprofessional more so than arrogant because both of them, because there was nobody that was, there was nobody taking charge from the corner. And that's, it was a simple corner routine. Absolutely simple corner routine. Like if that corner routine had happened and one of our Aston Villa players had even taken a shot in that instance, regardless of whether it went in or not, I would have been screaming at the team, at the TV. Just shouldn't be beating anyone there. You shouldn't be beating anyone with that shot at all. But secondly, what the hell was happening in the penalty area? Nothing was happening in the penalty area. Just, just amateurish. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a better word for it. Um, the Sandman Boxing says this is the most frustrating result in a long time. Neil, we didn't apply ourselves properly. You just can't do that against any opposition. Bang on the money. Application was off at time. Was off today. Our, our attacking application was. We were trying to keep the ball away from them, make something happen, and then we were shooting from ridiculous angles. That's fine. But our defensive application, when we needed to do it, we couldn't. Against Liverpool, the exact same thing happened. When we needed to defend, we couldn't. Maybe we start talking about HM or Harry Maguire. Maybe we start talking about him because I, I might keep, I, I got to keep my powder dry and my thoughts on him, but. Harry Maguire doesn't try and beat a player twice in the edge of the box. Um, different players, different positions, I know. Um, but anyway. Um, was it the 88 minute, Alfie's Reef? Was it the 88 minute we, we conceded in? That's even worse if it is. I thought it was like the 82nd or something like that. It might be, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, sorry there, guys. Uh, da -dun -dun -dun. This is it. This AVFC US, no one. 
moves off the ball. And when they did today, I thought you, I thought I actually before before he did what he did, I thought the Danko was a, was a, an attacking roadblock for us because he wanted to go sideways, which is fine. And in any regular game, that would be okay. I thought Coutinho was a roadblock for us. I don't think Coutinho could see the field today. Don't think he could see the runs. I think Sansa. I I, I remember marking Sansa in the first uh, second half. Had one or two runs diagonally. We all know how much I love diagonal runs, uh, and Coutinho couldn't see them. Coutinho couldn't see. Bailey making runs coming in, coming inward off his off his wing. I don't know what Bailey have done much coming inward. He doesn't like being in traffic. We see that now, and that's why I'm not sure the England game, English game is going to get the most out of him because when he was just shuffled out wide, uh, he had, felt he had to come back inside again because he wasn't getting opportunities to cross the ball. And also, we don't do anything from crosses because we don't have anybody who can head the ball at a great clip inside there. So he felt he had to come inside. And when he gets into traffic, he gets muddled up and he takes too much out of the ball. So clearly a talented player, player down in his confidence at the moment. I'm just not certain that like that if he doesn't adapt how he plays, I don't think the game is going to be it's going to be nice to him. The game in England is going to be nice to him. And he scored some really good goals by cutting inside previously. But you know, the streets learn. <laughs> they learn. And if you've got two men to stop you cutting inside and showing you wide. Um, you know, you got to adapt, you got to overcome, and going backwards and all the ball into feet. I do agree with that. I, I think Augustinson also, as well, on the left hand side, while he got for got for further forward, uh, crossing wasn't of the standard of Dina, he didn't put in an off lot of crosses, but we were happy to pass the ball around ourselves at the edge of their area. Um, and as I said, Coutinho was, was trying to get on the ball, but he couldn't see his peripheral vision just wasn't there. He couldn't see people moving around him today. And we didn't have any of that spark. We, we, we didn't have a spark. We didn't have a spark. That's exactly it. We had no spark today. And I think that's unforgivable. You know, this team should have wanted to go out there today and, 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 and stamp, uh, uh, put their stamp on it from an attacking point of view. But we were labored. You know, we had a striker we couldn't get the ball to. We had a striker who didn't, who arguably, you know, didn't, we watch it back again. I, I, I'm loath to to criticize him. Why would I? He, you know, he barely any touches at a ball. That that essentially isn't his fault. But you know, and one of the balls that did drop to him he had a snapshot, and it went wide. Didn't he get the assist? Actually, I think he got an assist for the goal. So you know, we can't criticize him too much. But everything else that happened outside of him was ticky tacky, pretty stuff, and he just didn't go anywhere. And then we were caught defensively, caught really badly defensively, really mentally frail. In defence, and as as uh, I think it was Duncan said previously, um, we were caught uh, we were caught being unprofessional. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I we're back to Robin Olsen, uh, Robin Olsen territory again. With you know, it's his birthday today. He was giving the present as opposed to receiving it, I think, unfortunately. Um, uh, 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 right, I'm going to scroll into the comments there. Apologies if I mentioned it. Another good word for it, naivety. Uh, I think that's another good word I would use. I think we were naive at times as well today. Um, and this is another one as well. Show some bloody pride. Show some pride. We have a line on our jerseys, on our jerseys crest. You know, like, Stephen has smelt blood in the water, but you're a professional football team. 
You know, you battened down the hatches. Is it a pride thing? I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm struggling for words. I'm, I'm struggling to, to. Uh, we've seen this, like we've seen this film so many times. It's Groundhog Day, guys. It's Groundhog Day. Like, like, like even in Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, when he realizes it, he starts just getting up in the morning and doing all these weird and wacky things to try and change it, and it doesn't, and it doesn't change because he's stuck in that Groundhog uh, moment. I feel like we're stuck in that Groundhog moment, no matter what we bloom and do in the field as well, specifically in the FA Cup. So, uh, yeah, and look, Richard, I think that's that's all we can do: concentrate on Premiership, concentrate in the Premier League right now. That's all we can do. We can't really get the FA Cup. We're out of the League Cup, you know. So all we can do is look forward to the to the amount of games that we've left. Um, but a sickening way to go out. Sickening, sickening way to go out. And, and quite, like even if we were down to nine men, we should be able to defend with a small little bit of um uh discipline. Like like Stevenage defended with brilliant discipline for the whole game. Fair play to them. They didn't do much. Yes, they had the ball in the, in the back of the net. Matty Cash cut out badly for that as well, by the way. And so was that Callum Chambers. Callum Chambers uh, covering the man, covering on and, and being aware of the man at the back post wasn't there. Um, my my patience is thin in defence with with, with with Mr. Chambers as well, albeit that he wasn't at fault for any of the goals directly that I've seen, but just upgrades needed. Um, but uh, Stevenage defended really resolutely. But then again, we just we were just happy to play the ball around in front of them once we were went one nil up. Full on panic stations when we went to one all, then which is not not good. And, and and they should get they will get throttled in the media tomorrow. But I hope they don't. I, I sorry, I hope Aston Villa get throttled, but I hope there's an equal, if not if not a bigger um adulation for what Stevenage did tonight. They had no reason to win that game. They just showed a small bit more pride and pride and heart. Just like when we beat Spurs, we felt people didn't give us the credit for beating Spurs, and we defended doggedly, we caught them on we we caught them. You know, two goals in the break. Stevenage took their chances tonight. We didn't make chances. We didn't even make chances. So it's not like it was against Liverpool. Where Liverpool took their chances, we didn't take our chances. We didn't make chances today. That's that that's as that's as frustrating as well as the as the capitulation at the end. Um Lads, I'll say it. I take Harry Maguire over Leo Dundonker over Bednarak, over Chambers, over Kanza any day of the week. But I don't think he's going to sign anyway, so it doesn't matter because I don't think I think that it's all over, all over a fella having a meal and going out for a pint in Birmingham. So I don't think there's much in it. And if there is, then we'll discuss it a small bit more. But as I say. We do need reinforcements in the centre half position. Um, but boom, we're in the January transfer window. That's right again, uh, Richard. We're in the January transfer window, so at least we're in the situation whereby you know we can make additions to the team, and we don't have to be worrying about pulling players' confidence up off the floor in lots of different areas. I think at this stage now, players are benchable, and replacements are, are able to be brought in, provided that we have funding, provided we can get the players that we want. Um. And I think that was always going to be a plan. I think we're always going to, like Emery has said, he wants to strike them with at least three. I think we see a new left back come in. I think, I think Moreno gets fast tracked. Um, albeit that maybe he doesn't know. Maybe we need, maybe it's uncovered other areas that we need to, need to uh, improve. I think the winger is sadly needed, very badly needed. Um, 
very, very badly needed. And and look, as I say, if we fix this defence, if we fix the, the centre-half positions, which I've been speaking about for the last couple of weeks. Like, like I've been speaking about Dini's defending for the last couple of weeks. And I think it's worth talking about. As I say, I still think he's the best left back at the club, and that's fine. He's quips in lots of crosses. He's no ball on the left. That's absolutely fine. No problem with that. Absolutely no problem. And he's he's pretty good from an attacking point of view. But but defensively, we need to shore up. And and, and he is showing frailties in defence. Two centre-halves, the communication for him is not the best. It's just not. And I think upgrades, I think upgrades in the defence are something that we should, that I've said before, that wouldn't be out of the way. I think an older head in midfield wouldn't be out of the way. I've said that before. And I think Unai Emery likes an older head in midfield. It's been there, seen it all, done it all, can can be a general in the middle of midfield. And I think, you know, the, 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 I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know, I'm waffling now. I'm waffling about transfers now, so I'm going to shut up because we have a lot to talk about with regards to that in the next next few uh, next few weeks. Um, yeah, I'm just looking through here. Uh, 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 yeah, look, I, I, I think I've said it all, guys. I, I'm really sorry I didn't get as, get to as, me- as many of your um, of your posts as. As I would have liked to. Um, I'm also sorry I didn't have somebody that came on here to help me kind of talk through this because I'm a bit disjointed in my my discussion points because as I say, it, it's it's things that shouldn't happen, but like it's groundhog day, it's it's repetition, repetition, repetition. It's going on to year eight of not being able to win the third round of the FA Cup. That's unacceptable for for a team of Aston Villa stature. Maybe I'm deluded to even think that we have any stature. That's wrong. I shouldn't say that. I'm an Aston Villa football fan. Of course we do. But what I'm getting at here is that it's it's it's, it's that like we should expect better. We should expect the players to be able to go out there and get a 1-1 draw. Leeds go 2-0 down to Cardiff today with a young team. Leeds come back, draw 2-all. Leeds fans were disgusted at that. They have another bite of the cherry. We don't have a bite of the cherry. We don't have another bite of the cherry. Because we have players that were unprofessional in a short player, short period, for a short period of the game, they weren't up to it from a mentally, from a, a mental toughness point of view, and the two goals were careless. They were needless errors, and they were lack of organisation from the players on the field. So there we go. I think that's going to sum it up, guys. I am very sorry. I'm sorry you had to endure that podcast for me. I'm sorry you had to endure that result. As I say, this podcast, I should call it Insult and Injury because it was insulting what happened in the last 10 minutes to, to Aston Villa fans that were in attendance. The capitulation, I think, is unacceptable. Um, not taking anything away from Stevenage. I think if that was done against Manchester United or Manchester City, like we actually, like this group of players did do on the last day of the season last year, lest we forget. Not in, This is not a isolated performance. So, as I say, uh, hope the two guys who are injured aren't too badly injured. Hope they come back. Hope Cash's injury is okay. Uh, hope uh, Ludwig Augustinson's injury is okay. Um, and, yeah, as I say, I hope our fortunes turn around. And I hope that this this defeat doesn't turn into something a small a bit more um, negative. I hope we see players in through the door. And uh, there's learning points from everybody here. Every player can learn from from their mistakes. I don't particularly 
think that the goalkeeper has learned from his mistakes previously. It's a new mistake a lot of the time. And happy birthday, Robin Olsen. But you know that that you can't leave that goal in. And Mr. Dendonker, you know, when you look back at that, you're going to know exactly what you did incorrectly. And you're a Belgian international, just come back from the World Cup, and I can guarantee you, you wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, even if even if Roberto Martinez was over, you wouldn't be able to do that in a Belgian shirt. So why do you think it's okay for you to do it in a Villa shirt? Learn from it, come back better, and let's go and beat Leeds at the weekend. Lads, I'm going to leave you go. Thanks so much for watching. Um, try and enjoy the rest of your night. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say, as always, even in times of turmoil like this, is up the Villa. Podcast Network.